Hey everyone, my name is William and welcome to the Weekly Splash. Grab a drink, aka a splash, and enjoy the episode. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Weekly Splash. This week I have two of my best friends in the world, Natalie and Karina. Who might become your co-host, we don't know. <laughs> Who might become a permanent co-host, to be determined. Um, oh, we're auditioning. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are auditioning to see who's going to be permanent on this. Oh, show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I am kidding i call back, I'm a professional. I'm totally Oh, wow, kidding. I'm just garbage. <laughs> no, I'm totally I'm kidding. I'm the dust under her toes. How about Joe on this Totally week? kidding. Um, so this week, The Splash... We actually went to the, what was it called again? Foodie Land. We went to Foodie Land, which was in Pasadena at the Rose Bowl. Um, really cute. We had some good food. Too much food. Yeah. Expensive food, maybe. <laughs> I don't know how I felt. I was like, mm, do we regret this decision that we made? <laughs> I think was it, it was worth? too expensive for what it was and I the portions that we got. They should have like made smaller portions and made it cheaper. Definitely. Like, I I expected everything to be like, oh, like ten, like fifteen dollars. Yeah, we got those lobster fries and they were twenty five. Twenty five? And there was only one lobster bit in it. Yeah. That wasn't a lobster that was a lobster fry, not fries. <laughs> Singular. Yeah, I think like because I shared with Daisy and Henry, it was just like maybe it felt like it was like you know that um what is it called the artificial like crab mm-hmm. but like it was like one strip of that exactly. but like chopped into pieces exactly. and then like spread on top so i mean i know it was an artificial crab but whatever we don't know that i wanted honestly. to see a real lobster in there for 25 bucks <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i wanted to see them kill the lobster myself for 25 bucks Speaking of that there was a place that, that i wanted to go yes. to called lobster house which is all over tiktok but why it don't was, we just there were at least 50 people solo <laughs> well they i was telling daisy they do not them specifically but uh every sunday in, in downtown like la like koreatown or or chinatown mm-hmm. they do um like a pop-up where they grill seafood so they grill mm-hmm. lobster crab shrimp Ooh, tell us and it's cash it's every sunday okay well, <laughs> nice we, do a, we do a sunday dinner business dinner and go get some food but the splash um we actually they were serving alcohol at this foodie land moment mm-hmm. and we got it and something on this. well we actually tried to get a long island but turn- <laughs> she said it would be $87. turns out that long island was going to be like 80 plus dollars because they, they charge you, you per, shot. per shot and we were like no so I forgot her name, but she was so nice. The bartender. Blonde glasses. We loved her. We did. She had the glasses on. She didn't have glasses. <laughs> you had glasses on. <laughs> was I seeing my um, own glasses on her? <laughs> <laughs> but she actually asked us if we wanted to try her signature cocktail, which was it was a vodka cran, mm-hmm. but with a splash of Sprite. And we are no strangers to a vodka cran. That is like my go-to drink, at least like when I go out, it's just easy to drink and like you get too fucked up Keeping super fast. That, like, what is that? Your uterus clear? Wait, you don't have a uterus. What? <laughs> <laughs> you do not have to maintain good uterine health, but no, the I rest don't. Of us, yes. For those uteri holders. Those uterine holders. Is the way. <laughs> yes, but I think the splash of Sprite literally elevated changed. it. Yes. It absolutely it's elevated. That's why I think we need to be club soda girls, twenty five ten, because that club soda at 
uh, Indio, she like she changed the game. Yeah, it's true. That drink was terrible. I I knew it was terrible as I was making it. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, I do <laughs> and I was like, thank God these people are so nice. They're not gonna say anything. Oh my god. But when I put that club soda in, I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay, she's my bartender. <laughs> I think the sprite like gave it a it gave it a fizz yes. and then uh-huh. also gave it a refreshment like a refreshing yes. moment. Yeah. That's what she said. She was like, the sprite is gonna like take some of that bitterness of the cranberry way. And I was like, I love that bitterness actually. But same. Yeah. So, but it was good, especially yes. how hot it was. If she you're listening, if you drink vodka crans, I promise you, add a, like a splash of sprite mm-hmm. and it will literally elevate the game life. changers. Elevate your life. Yes. Um, so what is our topic this week? We're talking about passions. Which is super broad, but... Super broad, but not really... different things to a lot of people, so let's talk about that. I... I am grateful that I have multiple passions. Because I... I do. You guys know. I, I, <laughs> I am deeply obsessed with multiple things, but I think that... Well, I don't think. I know that a lot of people that I've met in my life, friends, they... They feel they feel like they don't have like um, an end goal or like something to work towards yeah. because they genuinely feel like they don't have a passion for anything. They just they they don't love anything so much that like they want to dedicate their life to it. It's so weird though because like I feel that way a lot of the time. Even though you, I'm a girl with, I get into something and I go hardcore. But I don't know if I could consider it a passion. So would you consider it just like an, a current obsession? Like if I think about like what, what a passion that? means to me, it's like that thing that drives you, that like wakes you up in the morning, mm-hmm. like gets you to like, you Like know. do it every day for the rest it's of like your life. like your favorite thing. Yeah. I can't be like, yeah, Demon Slayer is my passion. <laughs> it was like, it's, it's your current. Demon Slayer. It's like a current obsession. But it I think a, a, I think a current obsession can also be a current passion i don't think you have to be uh, passionate for your whole life you can have pockets of that's kind of like where i have landed because i did have like okay so we watched the demon slayer movie and i was like in hysterics and i was crying so hard and as i went to sleep that night i was feeling like it's it's like gonna upset me thinking like for six months in the future how like if i'm not as into it as i'm in as I was in that moment and I was and I was talking to my friend about it and I was like you know it upsets me sometimes that it feels like things I love like kind of slip out of my hand because I love them for so long I love them hard you've seen me love a thing I know and it's my favorite thing about you (laughs) insanity and then like sometimes it's just like it leaves me so I was like oh I'm already worried about like when this love is gonna go and I'm gonna spend $300 on a figurine and like we're and six months I'm gonna be like oh why did I do that I I don't care that much anymore Okay, so let's unpack that. So do you, well, like that's maybe I'll unpack that Monday with my therapist. <laughs> yes, but like, do you think passions can wane? Like, do you? Yes, think- and I think what kind of hit me, and I talked to like um, Jacob about this, where I was like, okay, at the end of the day, at least all of my passions, like I feel like I can say they all center around like the theme of stories and words, like, and I got like so cheesy and emotional on my own. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, (laughs) um, but (laughs) and so I'm like, okay, like maybe I can be okay with that. The fact that you know, the center of everything in my existence and my life is the love of words. So, you do have a passion, it's just interwoven between all of your different interests. So, I'm like, okay, like it's cool, like the love is the same, 
even if the media changes. So like if it's a book, if it's a manga, if it's an anime, if it's an animation, if it's a movie, if it's blah, blah, blah. Your yeah, passion is works. like storytelling. Yes, basically. I love. I think that's, and that's the best a, friend in the whole life. That is an amazing. <laughs> I I think that's a, is like one of the best passions you have because storytelling can be told in so many different ways. So you Absolutely. get to because ex- you yes. recently got into like some really huge games. Long yes. games. Yeah, like you're a gamer girl now. I'm a gamer girl. <laughs> and you're experiencing like storytelling through video games, which. I tell you this all the time. I think there is, for me personally, it's a it's very, the highest form of storytelling. I do because I feel it's a very personal connection that you have mm-hmm. versus reading a book or watching a movie because you don't have that hands-on. You don't experience. get to make interject yourself. Exactly, especially the video games that give you options to make choices. Ooh, that's the all them options. Yeah, it's like you feel more person. At least, let me not speak for you, but like I feel more personally. You are in the story. Yeah. You are actually yeah. a character in that. Exactly, story. and that's you know, you know I'm a okay with that. However, people come to love words and storytelling. I am a hundred percent in, in support of. Mm-hmm. If you're like, I will only ever read like boy love mangas for my whole life. I'm like, <laughs> do that because as Absolutely. long as you're loving words, I'm a okay with it. I agree. I agree. Karina? Yes. Your passions? Um, what passion means to you maybe first and then your passion? I don't I don't know. I feel like passion roots from a lot of things. For me personally, I feel like it's very strongly connected with love and happiness. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I can't have a passion without finding both love and joy from it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like if not, it's not exactly a passion for me personally. So mine will always be music and singing, as you both know. Yes. Yes. Singing will always be the root of my passions, of every passion I have. Why am I emotional? And it kind of brings me back to what Natalie was saying about, we're going to take it. We're going to take it. It's okay. For our viewers, I only call her by one thing, and it's not Natalie, but today we're going to change that. It literally shocked everybody. So like Natalie was saying, she says that, you know, the storytelling is her passion, and it goes in everything. For me, and she knows this my favorite types of songs that I connect to the most are ballads Mm -hmm. and where it feels like they're just pouring their heart out on that stage and that comes with storytelling. And so if that is not in there, it just does not connect with me as much as, you know, any other pop song, not to bash a genre, but, you know, pop music is garbage. We can bash that genre. (laughs) For example, like, I don't have any songs that really resonate with me that are a pop song. Like, that just doesn't do it. But if there's a good story and I feel like that artist or that singer or that performer is breaking on that stage and putting that vulnerability on there, that's where it's at for me. Mm. I, feel I like that's feel one of the that to I my entire core. Yeah. Everything you just said. Yeah. You know, I always you forget said. to mention music as like the medium of storytelling. Like that is like one of the highest. Written, like, written words. Rap music especially. Like I know we don't it that way. It's, it's poetry to be. Like, yeah. the, the good one. And that is why I was such a rap girl in my high school days. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I loved a story. Mm-hmm. And they were telling all these stories. And you think like, about yeah. it, though, in your high school days, in our high school days, rap was more about storytelling than it is, like, in today's. It's like, still today, is, You have to find have to the artists that are still it's progre- doing that. I think since the 90s, it's progressively moved more into a... Something I don't think to. people have the attention span that they used to, and they don't really care about a story. Which is so crazy. Or an album. Is, it the, is it that people do not have the attention span, or that artists and these record labels are choosing not to create that type of music anymore? I, I think, think a mix of both. Go ahead. 
I think anything sells today. Yeah. So I don't really think it takes Do you? Anymore. You need to yeah. make a TikTok song now. Yeah. I think that's can. what that is the goal, I think. And you can hear songs, I feel like, and you automatically know, like, you made this to be a TikTok snippet. Yeah, think about how many TikTok. songs are selling because that's, they're famous but on that that's media That's where I disagree, where you mm-hmm. said everything can sell, because I think there is a... And I, I've told you this many times. There is a very specific sound mm-hmm. that specifically in like pop, even in R&B. Specifically to pop, And yeah. I feel like they all have the same producer. There's a specific sound that is popular right it's now. Like it's overly the saturated. sample and they're just adjusting to their own liking. <laughs> yes. And I feel like there's no, let me not there are artists out there, mostly indie or like upcoming artists that do different types of music. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the mainstream, I feel like even R&B and pop are starting to blur. Like it's like. Yeah. Everything is starting to sound the same to me, at least. It's like bubblegum music. Yeah, and it's like, it's, it sounds like they, they all these artists have the same producer. Maybe they did. I don't know. Yeah, I but and the writing is not, the writing is just not there. To quote <laughs> Beyonce Knowles redacted Carter, <laughs> people are not making albums anymore. They are making. They singles. don't make albums. When I think of not to bring up Usher, but you know I'm always going to go back to Usher. Bring him up. Bring him up. <laughs> Usher is phenomenal. Confessions is a full story mm-hmm. from start Beginning to finish. To and it's something you want to listen to in order because he is telling a story. He's telling the beginning, the end, and the downfall of his relationship. Yeah, if you didn't listen to the end of that, you would you would want to know yeah. what else does he have to say. You yeah. think about, um, I'm just going to use Beyonce again, Lemonade. Lemonade tells a story from start to end. Mm-hmm. It is... You can, like you could listen to it separate, but you feel the full effect of the music of the story she's telling, mm-hmm. listening to like track after track. People do not do that anymore because they don't have to. They just need to make like a little catchy beat, catchy beat, two one to, th- to two singles, maybe some rhyme, and then words. the rest of the album is trash garbage. I'm sorry to say, it it's is just, no, it's you're not good. Usually, you, in an album that is true. Day, you find like two to three good songs in a ten song. Which set is list. sad. Which yeah, completely. I think about like my favorite like song from Confessions is not one of his singles. It's like um, I think it's Superstar. Mm-hmm. Did he did not push push out people, a single, but all the beat tracks were good. People don't listen to Al. I even think Why not even you? just now. I even think back in the day, like from early two thousands, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. people weren't listening to full albums. They're listening to like what the singles were on the radio, yeah. and that was their gauge of like, okay, this is what this artist is, or like this is what. And this tells you that you want to see that. At yes. that time, a lot of it was access. Like we had to go out of our way to be like, let me listen to this whole album. Y'all were downloading something on LimeWire yes. <laughs> and getting like the mm-hmm. Bill Clinton. I did not have sexual relations exactly. with that woman. And I you had to download your own that. music. You had to listen to see what was worth downloading. Okay, so you were out like three, four years ago. I still had an iPod and I was still rocking with um, that. I still have one in my dead. When she's I had that iPod, I took so much more time to like go through and mm-hmm. listen to music. Whereas now, because like my ability to just like hear easy. it on demand, add it on screen, your cloud. Add it on your I cloud. just add it. Sometimes there's songs I'm like, oh my god, I love this song, and I'll add it to my library. I never go back to it again. Same. You know what's so odd about that is that we have more access, we but have we ease, listen less. The ease of access has is better now. Mm-hmm. Yet we listen. They not we, but yet people listen to less. They don't listen to the whole albums, even though it's right there on Spotify. The whole album. Yeah. I think like, I probably played just the same. Five albums. Yeah. I just go right to my recently played 
and I just listen to that on repeat. Same. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's Same. exactly what she's saying when you, for example, we Shazam music all the time just to be yes. like, okay, I need this in my life. You'll Shazam it. You'll never go back to it, but it'll be in there somewhere. Yeah. I would come across songs in my own library, and I'm like, oh my god, who, 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 who <laughs> song is good? Where did you come from? <laughs> but it's so weird. Like, I have so much access to it, and now I don't touch it at all. But when I had an iPod, I'm telling you, I would spend, like, hours on my computer, like... Lime it was wire, like homework. Girl, you brought back some yes. yes, you knew every song that was on your device because you downloaded mm-hmm. it yourself, illegally, if we might add. <laughs> You I don't know. It's just I I desperately wish that music I don't think music is good now. It, I don't Maybe that's a bold statement to make. No, but I think it's not. It's, it's not the truth. okay. I, I think it's the truth. truth. And I think it's the truth because of what I said. People are pushing out these TikTok singles mm-hmm. or like they're not taking the time they're to really invest in their work of art. They're literally Yes. It, that's it. It's like I think like when I think of like Mariah Usher, like uh, Beyonce, like the superstars of our time, like they have, I feel they have such an understanding of their craft and what they're doing that you do not see in any of these current artists. They also and got through with talent. Mm-hmm. Oh, not, let's not even talk about that. Yeah, they, were, <laughs> they, they weren't just the young kid who got picked up off the street. They and, worked for their sound and they worked on their craft and. It showed in the results. Thank Not you. to take it back to my man Usher again. Take it back, but no, take I'm going to bring him up whenever I can. Let it burn. I'm the let it burn. But I think of uh, the song he Bad Habits, like his recent single. Ooh. That is a good song, and he's transitioning into like his grown man music. Mm-hmm. That's an amazing song. And it's amazing. I listen. I can play that song. I play it again. That's insane. It's an amazing song. It's an amazing yeah. song. It, it's you know, know what it is. It's he, a, knows, he, he, he is a artist. Voice. Yeah, he mm-hmm. is a artist. Like I talk about, I'm like, you brought up Usher and Big Mariah because yeah, of course, it's like, of course. Mariah is a musician. She's mm-hmm. not a singer. Mm-hmm. She's not a songwriter. She is all of those things and a producer, which encompasses to be a musician. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Usher also falls in that category and it's like we don't have musicians anymore mm-hmm. like exactly people are being thrown in the studio which in my opinion people that also cannot they shouldn't even be singing in my opinion Correct. but they're thrown in there they are given a song <laughs> written by 30 plus people if you go on some of these like wikipedia like who wrote this song it's something that's like 20 plus people why are 20 people writing a song like that's why they're not good. That's, that's why they're not good. Because it's it feels like it's a machine pumping out. Exactly. Yes, and that is what we said. That from an algorithm. Too it's overproduced. Yeah, it's exactly. Overproduced. Exactly. You can turn on a song and you're like, Jesus I've heard Christ. This three like times. seventeen different it's like seventeen different samples, sixteen different people touched it, and I, it's a mess. I think you know what I think is good though still? Country music. Oh, I think oh country music is phenomenal. Has, Wait, pause. And this is gonna be maybe an unpopular opinion, but the way rap has snuck into country, you I don't what? love it. I, I don't, don't think love they it. bring racism back. <laughs> <laughs> Put them black people out of country. <laughs> uh, oh you know what's gosh. funny? Speaking, not necessarily rap, but like more R and B into country. Mm-hmm. You know who Sam Hunt is right. Yes, I know so Sam Hunt. The first, of Sam course, Hunt the first. His music and that. I heard his first <laughs> album, and I was like, 
This is R and B. It's inspired by Usher. It, I was gonna Usher's say that. Artist. I watched an interview and he talked about how he was inspired by Usher, I and I was like, but you know what's funny is though, I love his music. It you has that R and B flavor, but it still is country. Something mm-hmm. that I think country music definitely gets right is Story. that um, storytelling for oh, one, a hundred percent, like. Their love songs. Ooh, they hurt And me. it's not overproduced. Not be, no, they keep so it so simple. simple. And on top of that, they know layering. Because yes. all of, almost all of Sam Hunt's music has a female vocalist going underneath him. Unnamed. Unnamed. Where are the background vocals? Where are the background vocals? Where are they? Because first of all, most of these girls can't sing. So I'm like, why would they not have kept background vocalists? At least. We need something. We you baby girl, palatable. that voice is not caring. So you better get a friend. We had artists <laughs> like Mariah like doing their own background vocals. Yet they can't even hire like other people to do the background vocals for these new girls. Like, are like, what's going sing, on? Obviously. What's country going on like really now that like it's so it's so funny because I'll listen to a country song like there go this girl in the background singing and it's they always is. know to do like a guy and a girl. And yes. really, honestly, most of them should be duos, but I'm gonna let them rock. That's, <laughs> That's their own business. Whatever's going on and wherever. <laughs> I don't think I don't think R&B music is good at all anymore. I just go right back to confessions. I end up finding R&B a lot of album. artists who people don't know. I I, find the best, I like, like some mainstream art. Like I like her. I think some of her music is really good. Okay, I'll um, that might be it when it comes to R and B. No, 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 no. Actually, Giveon, I, oh, yes. I will die on this hill. I think he is the best R and B artist to come out in like the last ten years. Yes, okay. we gotta knock that down to five. You think five? <laughs> no, to debut. To okay, debut. Okay. Not, oh, yeah, no, like sorry. Have you heard Lucky Day? Bye. Oh, yeah. Lucky Day is really good, and Earth, Wind, and Fire is working with him. Like he. Oh, he's an artist. Yes, he is a. Can artist you imagine getting picked up by a throne by Earth, Wind, and Fire? I cannot and Fire. imagine. That's your A plus stamp of approval. Dead ass. Yeah. Because who else got that? No one. I sure don't even got that. That's. <laughs> no I mean, one. he got Michael Jackson, so I'm gonna let him rock. Too. <laughs> Usher doesn't need anyone. That's like that's the no thing. Girl. It's like these. These people, don't, they don't need features. They don't need, like, samples. They can just make good music because yeah. they know music, you know? Some people are gifted. and I, I, You know what? That is the problem. Yes. I think we are no longer, not we, the music industry <laughs> is no longer looking for gifted people. They're looking for people who they can market. Mm-hmm. They just want to the, mold some young kid who's not going to have an opinion, who will sing whatever they want, who will get naked when they need to. Ooh, you hit everything on the, you hit every point it's like think about this think about Whitney Mariah Celine like these are these are gifted singers like mm-hmm. these are not just rent you could not have just made a Celine you could not have just made a Mariah Correct. made a Whitney that is specific to them mm-hmm. you know what I mean and I'm even thinking like early 2000s like R&B like Omarion Marcus Houston like Ooh, Marcus to Houston. a lesser extent but like <laughs> They also like had their own thing, and I just mm-hmm. don't like. We don't. Their only downfall was coming at a time when R and B was going out and pop was coming. Yes, out. that is a hundred percent true. And yes. that's like that's the crazy thing to me too is that R and B has not made a resurgence in like 
so many moons because it's trying so hard today i feel like but it's bad but because you know why that pop sound and edm sound is still trying to be in there so there's a lot of like r&b slash edm and i'm sorry but that's not a good mix i also it's feel like they are not telling not. good stories they don't know? tell good stories who's people writing who needs like to? gravitated <laughs> i don't bring extra up again <laughs> people gravitated towards confessions because he was like laying his soul bare mm -hmm. people gravitated towards emancipation of me me and all the songs on there because Ooh. she was laying her soul bare Ooh, before you know what? You it was something really quick okay go, go. those albums came out back to back one, back, back to, to back. back and jermaine dupri helped produce both those albums let's and I'm bring just him like, back let's bring him back jermaine dupri <laughs> like oh anyways that but yeah. that's the thing like that you listen to those songs emancipate and like even the title tracks of them like were so thought not on title tracks the the like titles of the albums, mm -hmm. Confessions, Emancipation, and Mimi. Like they are telling, they are laying themselves out. They are saying, like, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. This is my story. Mm -hmm. I'm sharing this with you. I can think of R&B songs of today, and it is, girl, I want to do you so bad. And I'm like, okay, cool. But, it's surface but level. Like it's so very surface, surface, surface level. Some random on the street could have said that to me, so I don't yes. feel. And I'm not gonna lie, like there are some R&B songs today that I really. We have one that we both all of. Uh, made for you. Yes, for you. That made is a, for you. Listen, a gem. A gem. Made for you by uh, what's the guy's oh. name? We got to promote. Oh <laughs> shit! Skid is on the track. I think it's Levon yes. Kali. I want to say Levon Kali. I don't know his Sid. name, but y'all search "Made for You" on Spotify. It is a amazing yes, R and B song of to, with today's sound. Mm -hmm. It's really good, but where's the through line like that's not consistent no, like that's yeah. the problem because i went to go listen to the rest of the songs and i was like oh these are good like you're no. a talented singer but i want a story i love a story like, i love an emancipation honestly two of the best albums ever made yes like we're just i'm yeah. gonna say jermaine dupree can just he jermaine can dupree <laughs> oh my god it's because yeah. that was perfect like They're how do you perfect. produce that back to back that's sickening <laughs> that's actually honestly disgusting. what was jermaine dupree going through in his life that he was able to do that I would he's like just his, phenomenal. His like he's been, he started with Mariah. Their first song was "Always Be My Baby," nineteen ninety five, and then like ten years later, he was with. <laughs> no, he's still doing, working. Uh, I think you make me want it from that album on. They worked oh. together. You knew that wasn't be magic. And he's he phenomenal. That's crazy. That's insane. And I think that like, maybe it's that lack of vulnerability that people don't want to like be vulnerable. They just want to like. I think people. Really I think the labels are telling them like those who do write their own music or they're telling the writers like listen this is the type of music this is the type of uh lyrics lyrically this is where we want you to go because mm -hmm. this is what mm -hmm. is in right now and what's in right now is very surface level like bullshit talking about like i mean relationships and stuff like that but it's like it's not they're not it's getting not to the easy. core the difference with talk, like they're talking about a relationship they are not talking about love yeah confessions was like relationship and love emancipation of mimi love of herself her different loves like mm -hmm. it's so much deeper than just being like well you think about it today's generation is not love people anymore yeah that's that could do you be think that could be possibly because of the music that's of the 90s and 2000s they were think about what marcus he was, he was sitting there like girl i'm going in circles oh i was like, thinking about naked but that's a different story <laughs> I mean, uh, Ray J's one wish. He was like, if I had one wish, it'd be for you. Like all those everything songs, was like, dedicated to one person, and that's not the thing for millennials. Uh, what's the song? Was end of the road. 
Like, oh, boys oh, to men. Boys to men. Oh, boys to men. Oh, boys to men. Oh, my God. Like, all of those songs are so, like... People are they're not writing like laying that themselves bare for people. I think it's. I think she has a really good point. I don't think people want to be that vulnerable on this track anymore. And I think people who are selling the music don't see that as important. But I would buy it. I don't okay. know. About, okay, I wouldn't buy I it. I said. But. I said earlier. Giveon, listen to his album. Like mm. I want you. Heartbreak anniversary. Oh, favorite mistake. These songs. That's. That Sam Smith. Sam Smith album. Midnight Train. Midnight oh, Sam Smith Train. is less. Oh, he's my a guy. Okay. He's a I was listening to Midnight Train, I think this morning, and I was so in awe of him. Like, the way he put it together, and how he was like, I can't lose more pieces of myself to you. Like, Is that the uh, name of that whole album? No, that's just a track, I think. But Ooh, that, what the is thrill the of it all. Al- the thrill of it all. The yes. thrill of it all is an example. Have you guys heard Prey on that end. album? Yeah, yeah it's it's really heard the whole album. Beginning to end, a story. You mm-hmm. know so much that about Sam Smith. Story, ah, we girl. love it. Yes. So much Queer about artists. his. Oh, we can break it. Queer artists are doing something so different because I think this is the first time in our recent history that they have a voice and that they can speak more comfortably mm-hmm. than they previously were. They can, but I think we should talk about Lil Nas because as much as I support him and everything he's doing and his that representation is clearly needed, that is an intersection intersectionality that I am part of, mm-hmm. black and queer, that music is trash. The music <gasps> really? is horrible. I think it's fun. No. I think it's so fun. <laughs> it's not fun. I think it's horribly written. I think the his producing is very horrible. much needed. Oh, he is neat. That's what I'm saying. He's needed, but I wish the music was also good. Because you like know me, I, can, I, I can't listen to bad music. What, what was it? Billboard Baby and, and Montero. I didn't add them to my, my playlist because I don't have any, there's no space in them. Like, I have no reason to listen to those songs. What? But I didn't mind listening to them. <laughs> a new song with um, that beautiful man. Jack Harlow? God, I love him. Something about him just does it. I don't know what it is. Something about that little short white man. I don't oh, know what no, it is. <laughs> I like Billboard Baby. I think, I think he's still very young, and I think there's like, in general, and I don't love the songs as a whole, but I love pieces of them. So I feel like he still he still needs to get there, and he's so young. Like I'm just gonna let him rock. My go-to saying. <laughs> let him rock. rock. I'm gonna let you rock. Just I'm gonna let him rock too. Rock. I hope that. I think better, I don't right? care. You know what? I feel like a lot of people get to make a lot of white people get to make music that I don't think should have ever oh, been yeah. made. That's a whole so I am a hundred percent for any black artist or any brown artist, any color, person of color artist that is making any type of music that like even I'm like I don't really care for that. I'm like you know what, make your mediocre music because <laughs> exactly X Y and Z artist also gets to do it. Yeah, so why not? Bucks. Like yeah. I said, I am I am so supportive of him and what he's doing. Cause it's important, clearly. Mm-hmm. I, ooh, especially all the fucking straight men that are getting upset. So furious. Ooh, especially in the black community. And like, like this go, is a change that needs to happen. Go die like, instead. That's how they I are know. upset that a queer black man is a is rapping too. Is of rapping. course, that is that's stay mad because ooh. so much rap is all about masculinity. So all these rappers the, the, are the baby. So like the shit that just happened with him. Like, furious that this gay man is successful. And that he's like doing well, and they're like he's changing. He's like ruining the the culture and the history of rap. No, he's and I'm not. like, he's no, taking he's it not. where it needs to be. 
I think people should open their eyes because I promise you a lot of these rappers that y'all love <laughs> you know what I always that say whole time ain't nothing gayer than a straight man ain't nothing gayer than a straight man and we're gonna leave it at that I think because <laughs> that's a whole new topic that is, that is absolutely a whole new topic but yeah we went from passions to music which I think is a passion of all of ours yes, yes definitely. but yeah I I don't know I, I feel like the music industry I, I think there's hope like there are I think as there are gems currently and like R&B is like my favorite genre like mm-hmm you can't just go to any R&B artist and get good music now. It's, it's not, not. They're not producing quality like they were back in the day. Like, oh my God, like SWV, like John B. Like, oh, oh my gosh. God. I like, I feel bad because I know that there are talented people and I know like there's probably talented people right now we haven't even heard of. Absolutely. Yeah. And it is a lot to do with the fact that it just doesn't sell and we'll never hear them and that makes me that so fact. i will buy it i will that i love it but, but it's like no, it's 99 it won't even it's sell but we'll never get the chance to hear it because it's just never going to come across like, or we'll hear a copycat yes <laughs> caucasian and that will get popular first. yes I'll it's sick and every time topic. i turn on the radio and i hear like that uh remix to um Lauren Hill song. I feel like what remix? Disrespected, uh, slapped in the it's face. It's so disrespectful to remix? her. Uh, yes, they changed. They ch- they sampled it heavily. What and song? It's like, um, Please tell me it's not X Factor. Um, it's not X Factor. It's oh my god, I can't. It's her title track off of that song on okay. that album. I can't remember we'll right go now. Back and listen to mm-hmm. it, but. but yes, it is heavily sampled <gasps> and X-Factor. it is ruined to. It's just. It's, it's, it, I can't even explain There's it. There's some terrible. you just can't touch. There's some you There's shouldn't some touch. There's some you should not touch. I'm just and thinking about that song And turn like an acoustic, that like, it's like guitar acoustic EDM mixes. Oh, gross. Can we stop that as a society? Like, stop. If you're a DJ listening to this, please. I think we will succeed as a society please. until we do. I need to say EDM this. Mixes if you are a DJ, <laughs> never in your life play a hip-hop or R&B record and midway through take that beat and turn it into an EDM It never beat. works. It it's horrible. I also say it's homophobic. It's also racist. So I would love for you to stop. hearing this, we do not need acoustic versions of any rap songs. We never have and we never will. Nope. Um, instead of doing that, consider donating to your local homeless charity. Like, don't do that. Don't touch that. I just, it's so. I I keep hearing acoustic versions of rap songs, and I'm like, for what purpose? And they get popular, and the rap songs. Of course they do. Of course they do. And who's who's writing them? I mean, who's singing them? Blonde little white girl. Who's writing? I don't. uh, Who's writing? Blame me, because like I don't invest. Victoria Monet. I don't. I know her. (laughs) I don't invest in artists anymore because I just don't have the capacity. Mariah's like ninety eight percent of my brain. There's no room for anything else. Respected. I cannot really dive into like okay let me get into this artist and see who's writing their songs mm-hmm. because i just can't so i'm like i just assume people are not writing their music anymore i don't know if i'm right or wrong as far but as i know you're based correct. on what i hear it all sounds the same so i'm like you're not writing your own lyrics like you're not or because if they are they're not doing the whole thing they're oh. just doing little bits and pieces here and there oh i said what about you what are your passions I have so many. I guess, like, two, mainly two, like, music and gaming. Mm-hmm. I think those have been, like, the through line for me since as long as I can remember. Like, I want to put gaming aside because I had an episode about gaming. So, like, I talked about that before. I feel like you're but... so, 
like when we talk about our passions like you know we're into something like you saw us buy body a whole bunch of demon slayer merch today like you know like right now we're deep up in her mm. but you're so like quiet and like about your passions like seeing Aside this middle Mariah. earth poster and like i know you like you liked the hobbit but i was like i didn't know you liked the hobbit i have a problem like expressing how deeply I care about my passions mm-hmm. to people that I know are not also on that same level of that passion because you know this about me when someone says something about Mariah it hurts me mm-hmm. to my core even if their opinion is not valid because most of the time it's not like they have they should not talk about her they don't know her, her enough the name should not leave their mouth <laughs> don't even think about her yeah because they, they have no right to say anything because they're you know we talk about this but but it hurts me so it's like it's like if i do it's 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 like a i have to feel it out like if i bring this something that's so i so deeply care about up to someone and they shit on, and it. They shit on it or like mm-hmm. they just like you know it like kind of brush you off no matter what because yeah. you have the right to not care about something if you yeah. don't like something but maybe it's the cancer in me i don't know <laughs> but like, i i it hurts me and i like i turn into like a recluse like oh damn i like i don't know it's hard that's why i'm like i even Mariah, like, I talk about Mariah all the time, but, like, mm-hmm. I feel like I, even with you guys, like, I don't truly go there because I'm, like, they don't share this in the same way that I mm-hmm. do. And I think, speaking of passions, like, I think it's important to find people that do share your passions to Absolutely. the extent that mm-hmm. you do because mm-hmm. it's, like, there's something... Un- space. There's an unspeakable, space. like, emotion and feeling that happens when you are in that back and forth with someone like that Absolutely. it is such a euphoria that like i can't explain but yeah so i think that you said like i'm more quiet about my passions i think it's because of that like i just if i know that you are also on that level with me then like i will share that with you mm-hmm. you know what i mean so yeah, i definitely agree with you on that when it comes to like singing and i've talked to her about this like singing and talking about music with singers is very different than talking about people talking about it or singing with people who don't sing. Exactly. It's just not the same. And I'm sure storytelling with writers and people who really mm-hmm. know the writing mm-hmm. is completely different than talking to, let's say, me, who's just Hobo Joe on the street. Like, <laughs> you know, like, it's completely different. Yeah. And so I'm like, sure, like, like you said, like, if you're talking to us about Mariah or you're talking to Lambs, true Lambs about Mariah, completely different it is space. different it's a hundred like you said you mentioned the hobbit it's like i have friends that are really that i know are passionate about that so we have that that conversation mm-hmm. i know that's not your moment so it's like i don't like how for me it's like how do i navigate that you know what i mean Just like i can introduce it to you but it's like it's up to you to not up to you but like <laughs> if you form that passion or if you like yeah. delve into that mm-hmm. like your whole fire emblem moment which we should just have an episode about that but, yes. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah that'll we'll talk we about need to s- send you directly to the developers of that game <laughs> <laughs> but like something like that it's mm-hmm. like you guys that became a passion for you mm-hmm. So then, then we were able to discuss it more. You, you guys became more passionate about it than I was, honestly. We were having Thanksgiving family fights over Fire Emblem. As appropriate. Phenomenal, though. It's, appropriate. It's Everyone else game. at the table is sitting there like, what's going on? As me, you, and like David go back and forth like, no, Edelgard isn't the right because I'm not, not, not. Because storytelling. Yes. But- <laughs> when I tell you, like, I don't understand. I don't know how to tell people, like, storytelling is the heart of life. Like, it really no, is, it though, is. in every I, aspect. I do not mean to be, like, 
What form of it's media not is not telling a story? Yeah, exactly. Everything's what do you like? Stories. Movies? Stories. Like, what do you like? TV? Stories. Music? When I think stories. about, like, oral storytelling, like, we don't even know, like, how much we, like, know and have record of because there was probably one amazing storyteller, like, within a community. In mm-hmm. every and culture. kept that going. Oh, oh. Oral storytelling was story. the only form for so long. That think about how much we lost along the way. That we don't know that's still back. I would do anything to like have the Library of Alexandria back. (laughs) I used to have like childhood like dreams about like bringing that library. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was like, why don't you dream about something like going to space? And I was like, ma'am, we gotta get that knowledge back. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I passions are interesting. Like I said, I'm grateful that I have passions because. Like you need something, girl, and like a passion is like in this world. In this world, like I can't, I cannot imagine not being passionate about things because it's like, and I know people struggle with that, and like I am so sorry to them because like, oh my god, I can't, I can't imagine it. Like my passions drive me in every, literally in every aspect of my life. Think about it, all three of us, passions gone. What do you do? I guess we're not gonna talk about that. But. <laughs> I just think I'm going into the wind. <laughs> At least I'm going with the wind. I was like same. Also with the wind. We also just all of us. I don't know what I would I do. Always, I, I worry about I like being so deeply annoying because I know how I get when I get into something. I me that I also me so yes. insane where I'm like yeah I'm gonna dedicate my whole life to this. I want to talk about. it, I want to think about. it, I'm dreaming about it. Reading think about it. I'm thinking about my own stories about it. Like I want to. I'm 100% <laughs> in it. I think that's respectable, though, because a it lot of is. people cannot do that. They but can. you cannot fully, you know, what is that word? The way I'll text you about Mariah, and I'll be like, you can just ignore this if you want. But <laughs> I, like, I, love <laughs> kind of, I hope you know. I'm like, because I, lo- I love knowing about my friends' passions, too. Like, yeah. I, whatever you're into, I'm going to read, watch, look at it. Like, I... You don't even know They're how many movies I've trial. watched for yeah. Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She'll be like, I like the same. Okay, I'm going to watch it. Because I... I want to know, and I feel like that makes, especially for me, I think the stories that you are invested into says something about who you are as a person and how you are. Yeah. So if you're like, this is like my favorite thing, I'm going to watch it, I'm going to read it, I'm going to like, whatever about it. I might get 10 times more invested into you into it than you ever have. <laughs> I love that. Though. I love that. I feel like it just makes you who you are. Like if someone, I feel like if someone were to ask me like something about me, I'd be like, oh, this is my favorite story. And like, this would tell you everything about who I am as mm-hmm. a person. So like for oh, you, so like your powerful. favorite game, that tells me who you are as a person. Like what struggles that character went through, like the plot development, like what happened, what they learned at the end, that tells me. Oh, in a way, who favorites a kind of reflect what mm-hmm. your passions are, if you think about it. Oh, yeah. In everything. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, all of my favorite, like, movies or favorite songs. You're such a difficult girl because you're like, I don't have any favorites. But if you think about it, all of my top, yeah, I have to subcategorize things, but all of my top favorite movies or favorite shows are all about people Mm -hmm. who are pushing themselves to live their dream and make it, either in music or in acting or as a performer. Devil Wears Prada. Hence the singer, yeah, Devil Wears Prada, Smash, Nashville, like, this is the story of me. Realistically, I think you have themes that are your favorite. Mm, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm happy that we all have passions because yes. I think it makes it makes us more interesting. <laughs> like honestly, <laughs> not like, even now. Like the time period that I went through where like I couldn't read or anything, like that's the worst. That's the worst I've ever felt in my whole life. Your passion was cut off, of course. Yes, yeah. So it's like it's exactly the same. 
I need that. I need to always be yeah. a purpose in her. It is a purpose. It yeah. literally, it's 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 a purpose. Like, who knows what they did back in the day? But today, they had it's different about passion. I'm reading, I'm reading like those little BL mangas, like the boy love mangas. That I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go to sleep now because I have a chapter to wake up and read in the morning. Like that's <laughs> keeping me going. No, you're, is it immorizing? Absolutely. No, it shouldn't be. <laughs> no, it's immorizing. Because they're so cheesy. They're so corny. I Anything that's bringing say, you joy should not be embarrassing. Correct. Okay, well, I can't say it's top-tier quality writing. That's fine. <laughs> because you, you know what good writing is. I'm not going to judge you on yeah. that. Because as a person, I know you. And I know you know good writing. I so do. If you're, I, watch, if you're reading that, I know it's for a reason. Like, not to be an um, cheesy girl, but I realize I'm like, you know what I love more than anything? And I, what I always keep reading, surprising, this is going to surprise you, is a love story. Yes. What love stories are you reading? Any love story. That doesn't surprise me. Oh, it doesn't. Okay. No, I don't think so. All right. I don't think so. All right. Because love stories are great stories. <laughs> I think I am very fascinated between the bonds between people. Oh, yeah. So 100%. I think that actually makes a lot of sense for you, actually. So I think even if it wasn't... Romantic love is the biggest thing, but I think... I, I know I've read, like, straight up, like, is platonic, mm-hmm. and it's, like, brothers cousins even like enemies to friends i'm glad that you clarified it was platonic after naming those <laughs> cousins who were dating <laughs> brothers who were dating um and it's just, just incest that's a new passion <laughs> oh god no, no. but just i think you know not to be cheesy but love will save us all Love is the Yeah. I think <laughs> that's yes. always been true. That's always, I think everyone should know that. But love makes the world yeah. go round. Yeah. And at the heart of every story is pretty much love, love. in some it's ways. The, some it's the relationships between people, it's the bonds between people. Yeah. Is that not the most important thing on the planet? I mean, yeah. I think so, but based on how people are treated in miss rona virus and not caring about other people i don't know i guess it's just us three caring about people that's a whole other topic for like a whole other day okay but, well but yeah so passion that was it on passion uh, have them love them yes please i hope everyone that's listening to this find can yours find yours yes. and go a thousand percent into it like buy that $300 figure. <laughs> I'm not just yeah. trying to justify this for myself, but I think you should just go insane when you love something. <laughs> I, do, I think a healthy obsession is okay. Healthy. If you're not hurting anyone or yourself, like, I think fully delve into yeah. something yeah. that interests you because... Why not? You never know. My passions love, bring me the yeah. most joy in my life. So I want everyone who's listening to discover that for themselves yes. and figure out what that is. Love as hard as you can for as long as yeah. you can. That's all we have in this world. Yep. <sighs> that's a word <laughs> that is a word that is a word yay alright well thank everybody for listening I want to thank Natalie and Karina for being here of course yes. anytime you guys anytime. always find how your was our auditions the be- your um, audition okay. you made it to oh, the next yeah, episode you might have a call back I don't know I'll decide later oh wow I'll wow. decide <laughs> alright well that was it thank everyone for listening and we will see you next week on the weekly splash yay bye bye bye, bye.